Welcome to the Minutes of Faith podcast, where we dive into Scripture and explore amazing things God is doing today. Our aim is for you to receive encouragement and God's direction for you in today's world. Here's your host and author of her latest book, Praying for America and the Army of God, Debbie Jansen. Today I want to talk to you about how God shows up with love. Our scripture for today comes from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you've been a Christian for more than a year, you've heard that verse hundreds of times. It's a loving verse that can bring tears to every Christian. Jesus died for us. He gave his life just so we could go to heaven. And in response, we clap our hands, we praise him, we sing about him and to him. But is there more to this verse? In that same chapter, John in verse 36 goes on to say, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. What? Are there conditions on God's love? Now, I believe God continues to love us even if we continue to sin, but what are the repercussions for that? If someone tells you that unconditional love is the best and that a mother's love is unconditional or God's love is unconditional, in other words, that you don't have to do anything in response, well, laugh at them and run away. There is no such thing as unconditional love. Lasting love is real. Love that doesn't give up is real. God's love is everlasting. Yet love without conditions does not exist. To say someone has an unconditional love relationship is a lie. Don't say you love someone or even that you love God if you are not willing to be all in with your involvement and actions. If you can pass by a person who's being beaten and turn and look the other way, don't you dare say you love them like God does. Love demands a response. Let's say, for example, if I should have a dear friend that I meet once a week for lunch, but every time we meet, she jabs at me with negative comments and critical insults. You know what? That relationship is not built on love no matter how much I tout that it is. She is toxic, and for me to pretend that it is a loving relationship is a total lie. When parents say they love their child, but they refuse to discipline that child and help that child know how to be a good person, well, they're lying. They don't love the child. If they don't provide guidance and discipline, then they're setting their child up for a bad life. And that is not love. Parents who don't provide discipline and training about the world 
are the worst kind of abusers because their abuse continues the entire life of the child. If they really love their child, they would do all they could to help them be successful in their relationships and in society. Let me put it this way. If you really love someone, you will put conditions on yourself and on them. Some of those conditions include that you will work very hard to never hurt them. You will spend more time with the person you love than you would ever spend with a stranger. And if the person you love needs help, you will be willing to give them anything you have and you will want to be part of the solution that they need. You will always want the best for them and you will support them as they progress towards success. In other words, when you truly love someone, it is not about you. It will always be about them. And it doesn't end there. To qualify as real love, that person will also get involved in your life. If they don't, then it's not a love relationship. It's a one-sided, dysfunctional, toxic situation. If they can't or won't give you the same kind of love that they want from you, their love is not real. Now, of course, there are a few exceptions to this rule. Real love can be one-sided when it's called for or when it's necessary. For example, people who have disabilities and can't reciprocate for some reason, they still deserve to receive pure love. The mother who continues to take care of and love her disabled child who has lived his entire life in a wheelchair unable to speak or respond, that is one of the purest forms of love. The mother gives her all to a child who can't respond. It's an amazingly strong love that continues to give without a reciprocal behavior. Another example would be a husband who continues to love his wife through Alzheimer's. That's not only heroic, it is a beautiful testament to the true love they once had. But again, it is not love when parents choose to raise selfish children and then watch those children destroy the family and others with dysfunctional, selfish behaviors. No one wins with that kind of fake love. You are living in a fantasy land if you think allowing children to mistreat you or others is a sign of love. It is not. Real love will always want the best for the person they love. And allowing another person to be cruel, selfish, or develop a fake kind of love isn't the best because it will destroy any relationship it comes in contact with. It's nothing but hatred for your object of love if you don't demand conditions. Love is costly. If you really love someone, it will cost you and it will put conditions on the other person. When a young couple stands before a minister and promises everything to the one they love until death departs them, that promise will cost much more than they ever dreamed it would. 
And when that same couple pledges everything they have and every waking, waking moment to the goal of raising a good child, it will cost them in ways they can't imagine. If that couple or the child has not been taught to respond to love with conditions, love can become an ugly monster that will destroy everyone's life. I love my children enough to instruct them to respect me, and in turn, I respect them. I have three adult children. I would never walk into their house without knocking first or being invited. And no matter what I think about their lives or their decisions, I respect them enough to talk in a calm way with them about their problems or situations. I always hold my tongue and I am careful to avoid hot button words. We have a strong conversational skill set because I maintain respect and I have personal rules to ensure that I protect our relationship. And so it is with our relationship with God. If we accept the love he showed up with, we will instantly understand that there are conditions for that love. He paid for your sins by allowing his one and only son to die for you. To die for you. Now it's your turn. If you love God, you will show God that you love him by being present at his house. You will show God that you love him by studying the Bible. You will show God that you love him when you obey his commandments. In John 14, 15, Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. You will show God that you love him by caring about others and showing that you care by investing time and finances in them or projects that support them. You will show God that you love him by giving your family a heritage of faith. You will show God that you love him by being a person of honor that makes the whole of society better. You will show God that you love him by working hard to promote his will for this world and doing your part to allow God's will to direct your own life. So what happens on your side of this conditional love? <laughs> oh, wow. God shows up. God will come into your heart and he will change you to be a shining example of his love. He will protect you and keep you in his perfect peace. All of your needs will become his focus. He will be with you day and night. The almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful God of the universe will be your best friend, and he will do all he can to make sure you are your best. When you have a reciprocal relationship with God, there will be no limits on your life. Wow! Yes, my wonderful friend, when you love Jesus and you are all in on the relationship, God will show up for you. He will be all in for you too. But look out. You will have adventures and blessings you thought you could only dream about. And that is a beautiful gift. Dear Jesus, please give my listeners the desire to be passionate about their love for you. May they choose to dedicate their lives to you and be all in 
when it comes to serving you. And if they do sign on with a real love relationship with you, please bless them and keep them. Make your face to shine upon them and be gracious unto them and give them your peace. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, I ask this. Amen. If you're looking for more encouragement and guidance, claim your copy today of Praying for America and the Army of God by Debbie Jansen. It's available on Amazon.com or visit DebbieJansen.com. Get your copy today.